G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Idolatry is alive and well amongst God's people today. Don't believe me? Have a good look around the church. Have a good look at how God's people put the things of this world above the Word of God, above the love of God, above God Himself, when all the time God's aching to give them, to give us, His best, His very best. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. And thank you so much for joining me as we take a look today at the imposters we idolise from a different perspective. It's funny how easy it is for you and me to go chasing after the things of this world when all along the very best thing of all, God himself, is ready and waiting to be our very best. And we don't just go chasing after those things, we sacrifice our lives to them. I used to be a workaholic, and just quietly, if I don't keep an eye on that, that's a habit that I can very quickly slip back into. Now, back when I was an IT consultant, I had my own IT consulting firm, I was being a workaholic in order to make money, in order to further my career and the company's reputation. I did it because it made me feel good in so many ways, and and yet it caused me to lose the things that were in fact the most important things in my life. These days, since I became a Christian and since I went into full-time ministry doing what I'm doing right now with you, I could so easily slip back into being a workaholic and rationalise that behaviour by telling myself that, after all, I'm in God's business now. I'm doing His work. I'm sharing His love with all these people through these radio programs and on the internet. Can I tell you just how easy it is for me to start believing that lie? It is the easiest thing in the world for me to work like an idiot, live out that lie, lose the balance and the rest that I need in my life and the time with my wife and my family and start to worship the works of my own hands. And that, if you've spent any time reading the Bible, is called over and over and over again, it's called idolatry, which is the first thing that God tells us not to do in the Ten Commandments, right? And it's something you see happening in the nation of Israel over and over again too. Moses is up on Mount Sinai getting the Ten Commandments from God. And what are God's people doing down in the valley? Here it is, Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 to 8. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered around Aaron and said to him, Come, make gods for us. Who shall go before us? As for Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And Aaron said to them, Take off your gold rings that are on the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took the gold from them, formed it into a mould and cast an image of a calf and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a festival to the Lord. They rose early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought sacrifices of well-being. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to revel. 
the Lord said to Moses, Go down at once. Your people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have acted perversely. They have been quick to turn aside from the way that I commanded them. They have cast for themselves an image of a calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, how stiff-necked they are. Now let me alone so that my wrath may burn hot against them and I may consume them and of you I will make a great nation. (laughs) And because that worked so well for them, they kept on doing it over and over again. You read about it right through the Old Testament. Eventually, God has enough and he pronounces judgment on them through the prophet Isaiah, chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. He says, Their land is filled with idols. They bow down to the work of their own hands, to what their own fingers have made. And so people are humbled and everyone is brought low. Do not forgive them. Enter into the rock and hide in the dust from terror of the Lord and from the glory of his majesty. So what is it with God's people? What's the matter with us? You see, it's not just the Israelites way back then, two and a half thousand years ago. It's us, God's people, here and now. We get things so badly out of whack, we start worshipping the works of our own hands. You see, I could easily worship this ministry of Christianity works above and beyond the God who I'm serving. It, It would be so easy to do. It's a temptation that I'm constantly guarding against. See, I so enjoy what I do. I so enjoy seeing people's lives changed. I so enjoy seeing new radio stations in far off lands starting to air these programs to a whole new audience. It's an absolute delight. And somewhere there is a line that I daren't cross, a line where I start to worship the works of my own hands above and before God, a line where the ministry becomes more important to me than my relationship with Jesus. I'll be honest with you here. There have been times when I've been guilty of that and God's had to slap me around and deal with me on it. In a sense, this idolatry thing becomes so incredibly natural to us. And it's not just me, it's you too. It comes so easily to you because idolatry isn't just the making of physical idols like the golden calf or other statues and so on. It's putting things in our lives that we place above God. And there are so many things in that category in our lives. Have a listen to how the Apostle Paul puts it in his letter to the Colossians in the New Testament, chapter 3, verses 5 to 10. Paul says, look, put to death therefore whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. These are the ways that you once followed when you were living that life. But now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive language from your mouth. Don't lie to one another, seeing that you've stripped off the old self with its practices and you've closed yourselves with the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. Do you see how long that list of things is that God calls idolatry? And it's a whole bunch of things that people do all the time that we place above God's word. He's saying it's wrong and we decide to ourselves, tough, it's fine in my life, it's okay. I'll worship God, I'll go to church on Sundays, but I'll continue on with my anger or wrath or malice or slander or greed or abusive language or sexual immorality or evil desires, or all of which are idolatry. Whenever we set something up above or against God, we're making an idol of it. We are worshipping it instead of God. Idolatry lies at the heart of our sinful nature. 
And, and here's the thing that you and I need to know about the things that are idols in our lives. Those idols are imposters. They're not the real thing. Pornography is a good example. Sex is something that God invented with the intention of blessing a man and a woman in a lifelong relationship of love and intimacy. And when a man and a woman choose to live that out, the blessing is enormous. Pornography, on the other hand, diverts the natural desires that we have into something that falls so far short of God's ideal. It presents itself as being something attractive, but it's nothing more than the devil himself dressed up as the angel of light. You see, idols are imposters, and they fall short of the real thing. Idols divert our natural desire and urge to worship God and plunge us into a world of hurt and pain. That's the bad news. But here's the good news. God loves you so much that he wants the very best for you, and his best is Jesus. His best for you is a lifelong, eternal, intimate, personal, powerful, dynamic, exciting relationship with Jesus. He wants that so much that he sends Jesus to die for you. He wants that so much that he pours his Holy Spirit out on you. So which one are you going to go for? The imposter or God's best? The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.